United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Andrew Scoble is Distinguished Fellow for China at the United States Institute of Peace, here to discuss the protests in China and more. Andrew, good morning. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining me. I know it's early. Really appreciate it. So these protests are continuing. You know, we were puzzling out a little bit earlier uh, how she climbs down from this. How does he, uh, like, with zero COVID, like, what, what's, what's his move? What's the next play? Well, we're already, I think we're seeing it right now um, that uh, while not officially backing away uh, from zero COVID, uh, they're easing uh, across China, uh, authorities are easing restrictions on on lockdowns and uh, more than 20 cities, I think, have ended the requirements uh, for zero COVID tests for people who uh, want to use public transportation and uh, quarantines uh now you don't need to go to a special facility and leave your home. You can uh, quarantine in place. Uh, so, so there have been. Uh, we're already seeing uh, adjustments, uh, significant adjustments. I suspect this will be followed by um, an intensity in the outbreak of COVID in China, since you know the efficacy of their vaccines. It's not great, and the people have no natural immunity, and the virus hasn't gone away. Exactly. Uh, so that's that's going to be a big, a big challenge uh, for uh, for for the regime and uh, how they spin that uh, too will be uh, interesting to see. But I wonder if if slowly reopening is that going to help their economy? Are they going to get get back going in terms of like their economic engine? I think I think so, uh, but it's. Uh, it's it'll be a challenge uh, to uh, you know, ease into that and and uh, uh, while at the same time uh, trying to manage or mitigate uh, uh, as you say that the inevitable uh, which will be uh, a rise in in COVID uh, cases. And you know, I, it would that rise and do these protests? It, are they cutting into Xi's power at all? Is is he in any way diminished by what's happening? Not yet. Uh, now I think there are two uh, uh, two impulses motivating these these protests. One, uh, people uh, uh, pushing back against uh, hardships they've they've endured, economic uh, you know, job losses, food food shortages. Uh, so, so very very immediate uh, concerns. The other uh, impulse is more political aspirations uh, for for freedom um, and even you know criticisms of, of Xi Jinping uh, himself but those two things uh, sort of go together or one can lead to the other but I think if if the uh, adjustments in policies uh, on on the on the the lockdown easing of the lockdowns and, and opening the economy, uh, if, if those are seen as, as successful, then I think that'll that will uh, uh, satisfy uh, uh, a good number of people. Uh, but if if that's botched, 
then then you could see these two impulses motivating protests uh, to 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 reinforce or build upon each other. And you know you could see uh, what we saw. Uh, many decades ago, back in 1989, uh, where these protests uh, really, r- really take off. But I think the chances of that are are quite small. Uh, and, and what about um, what about Xi's position among world leaders? How do you think he is viewed? As a dictator, yeah. <laughs> unless it's as a, as a repressive uh, a dictator, as an unpleasant reality, his, mm-hmm. right? Un- unless it's it's his old uh, bu- dictator buddy, uh, you know, Vladimir Putin. Um, but for most uh, for most uh, international leaders, I think the uh, his his uh, draconian policy, zero COVID policy, sort of just reinforced the uh, view. Uh, that uh, many have had in in recent years that uh, you know, China's leader is uh, uh, is a uh, you're seeing you're seeing domestically what what many countries uh, leaders have noticed uh, China doing beyond its borders uh, being more assertive or aggressive or expansionist. You know, uh, before I let you go, Andrew, there's a strange uh, story. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that I read this morning about Beijing setting up more than 100 overseas police stations in various places around the globe to harass and in some case repatriate Chinese citizens living abroad. That just, it, it was a, a chilling story. It is. Uh, and that's maybe a new development, but in some ways it's a logical extension of what mm-hmm. uh, what we've seen in, in recent decades. Uh, uh, you know, the Chinese um, party police state uh, and, and surveillance uh, system going, uh, exporting itself, uh, monitoring uh, and uh, uh, Chinese uh, Chinese citizens o- overseas. I think that's that's been going on uh, for for quite a while, but uh, the development you just mentioned is you know, seems to be taking it to a new level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, Andrew, it's wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so much for your insights this morning. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you. Andrew Scoble is distinguished fellow for China at the United States Institute of Peace. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.